welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. All right, thank you, Luke. Um, as Luke said, I'm Ryan, I'm a sexaholic. Um, and just to give just a, a, a backstory or a, a little piece of my, of my story, I came in to essay in early March with no intention of getting sober. Had no idea what what sexual sobriety was. Um, I just knew that I acted out a lot. <clears throat> Actually, I didn't even know that. I just knew that I acted out, and uh, and when I did, I I just felt suicidal. Um, and so, and at this point, I was going to a uh, to a therapist, and um, and I noticed that I was feeling suicidal before the therapist appointment. And after the therapist appointment, and then I was able to to um, to put two and two together that I was I was actually masturbating before and after, and it hit me. Well, if I'm feeling this way, why not just not masturbate the day of the the uh, the the therapist appointment and uh, just see how it goes. And uh, and so I did that. That was on March first, two thousand and four, and that was before I even got into SA, like I said. And I had no intention of doing anything else, but just trying to stay um, uh, uh, perhaps alive for that day and going to therapy. And then she, she gave me a whole uh, essay, um, uh, you know, questionnaire that, you know, the 40 questions and I did really well in the 40 questions. And then she gave me the, um, uh, uh, the, the, the meeting list and suggested I go to the 630 AM meeting, which I'm grateful to see some faces um, from that meeting. And, and so it's kind of comforting to see Neil and, and, and Lee and, and even Gene from Texas, which I've, I've been lucky enough to catch on some meetings in, uh, in his zoom meeting, uh, in Texas as well. So I feel pretty grounded today. So I appreciate the senior faces. It's very helpful, but I can, like I said, I came into essay with no intention of getting sober, um, or just not, just not even thinking about it. I, I, I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't know what it is. I didn't, had no nothing to to gauge it from, and I came in and and somebody asked, "Well, what do you want?" And I just I just wanted to stop. Had no idea what it is. I was just in a lot of pain, and uh, and so they gave me their numbers, and then there was this uh, there was this uh, short Jewish guy that was in this meeting. He was always talking. He was talking about mantras and you know how you do this and how you do that. And uh, they were everybody was talking about getting a sponsor. You need to get a sponsor. A sponsor does this. My sponsor talked about that and all this other stuff. And I thought I'm, I, that seems important. So perhaps I need to get one of those. And so I went up to Harvey after after the meeting and I said, "Hey, um, would you be willing to be my sponsor?" And he said, "Sure." And he gave me his number. And uh, and I didn't and I didn't call him for you know two weeks because I figured you don't want to call him you know immediately. You might scare him and. So it's like I said, it took, it took about two weeks for me to call him. And by the time I called him, I forgot, I forgot what his name was. And so when I called him, I said, uh, um, I called him Clarence because Clarence was another person that was, um, uh, was a, he, he was a big, um, uh, 630, um, 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 attendee at that, at that AM meeting. And I, and, I, and so for the longest, I, I thought his name was Clarence. And so we, it takes about 20 minutes to figure out who we were talking to. And then once we figure all that out, we started, uh, he started asking me explicitly about, about my illness and about how it manifested. And I said, well, I said, it, you know, it involves women's shoes and um, um, cross-dressing. And, and he started talking about just explicit, explicit, just asking very direct questions. And, and he said, you know, you need to start talking about this at meetings. And I said, well, I can't talk about that stuff because everybody else is talking about having sex with people and, you know, even if it's, you know, at least people are talking about having sex with things. And, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, things that are, that are a lot, I'm, you know, I'm having sex with objects and stuff and I'm already doing it wrong. And he said, well, he said, if you, if you don't talk about it, you're not going to get well. <clears throat> and so from that point on, um, 
uh, you guys can't get me to shut up at a meeting. Um, I'll talk at any point at a meeting, um, thankfully. And, uh, and, and so much so that I, years later, I, I, I called, uh, I called my sponsor and said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm tired of talking about, you know, fetishes. I'm tired of talking about, you know, being restless, irritable, discontented, this and that, that and this. And I said, I said, primarily, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody else in the meeting started here talking about fetishes and all this stuff. And, and I said, I know they're tired of them. They're eventually going to throw me out. And, and uh, you know, I've been doing this thing for nine years at that point. And he said, Ryan, he said, said ain't nobody listening to you, man. Nobody's li- just, you just keep showing up and just keep talking. I said, okay, all right. Um, so, so thankfully, um, you guys have continued to show me how to stay uh, sober and, uh, and, and reasonably happy today um and so uh so today um i have actually i have a, a a new sponsor today and uh and which is which has been a new journey and and i called him yesterday um about something and what's interesting is that every time i call him it's the best day ever you know i'll say hey man how, how was your day it's best day ever best day ever and so uh, i don't really believe him Frankly, but it, it just it's uh, it's enough to keep me interested and uh, and much like uh, sobriety, sexual sobriety. I'm thinking if he can if he can be reasonably happy every day, perhaps I I got a shot at him, you know. And so anyway, so I, I called him yesterday and I had all this. Um, I had life on life's terms going on and a lot of uncontrollables, which I, I remember Leah talked about this in a meeting, and I apologize if I butcher it, but. Um, he had shared at a meeting once um, at the 630 and said, you know, when I experience something um, that I can't control or if I experience something that's uncontrolled, I, I have this craving in me that I have, you know, a craving to control, a craving to be powerful. So when I, when I experience powerlessness, I experience also a craving to be powerful. And so then that was creating a lot of conflict for me yesterday. And so I called my I called my sponsor. I was like, you know, we're going to do this. My daughter's going to do that. My daughter has this performance and all this other stuff. And, and so I had all these things going on. And he said, you know, he reminded me, he said, uh, he said, you know, it sounds like, he sounds like the day is for your daughter and has nothing to do with you or anybody else. And, uh, and so that reminded me of my simple purpose and my, and the, that day yesterday was my, was, was a purpose was to be loving to my daughter and supportive of my daughter. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's what I appreciate, uh, today because to, to kind of segue into the 11th step, <clears throat> I, I heard in a meeting once that, that I'm, I'm starting to experience a little bit, um, of it in the 11th step prayer. We talk about, um, you know, that I may bring that when there is hatred, I may bring love and when there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness, um, discord, I may bring harmony and error. I may bring truth where there's doubt. I may bring faith and despair of hope. Um, and it goes on, it gives all these lists of these things. And, um, a person in the, in, in a meeting once shared, you know, a lot of that, I first start to view that as being, um, let's say I'm, if I'm talking with a newcomer or if I'm talking to my wife or I'm speaking with my daughter, you know, instead of bringing um, uh, instead of bringing hatred, I bring love to that relationship. Or when I bring, you know, uh, when there's error, I bring truth. Or when there's doubt, I bring faith. But <clears throat> what somebody showed me or explained to me that's at first starts here. You know, it starts it starts in me, um, and that life isn't about what happens to me, but life is about what happens in me today. Um, and, uh, and so for, as it says for, if there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness or when there is harmony or when there's discord, I can bring harmony and it starts within myself. So if I bring, or if I bring anger or hatred, I can bring forgiveness within myself. Um, and when there's air, I can bring faith. And when, <clears throat> Um, uh, there's, there, there's something that I can start here because the literature says I can't give away something I haven't got, you know? Um, and so the 11th step has, has, for me, has taken on different terms and different, um, uh, um, just different things throughout, throughout my, 
my uh, um, not my my essay life so far, my recovery. And uh, there was <laughs> there's a, a friend of mine in SA who was well, he used he would use yoga as a as a means of of, of uh, meditating. And we were talking one day, and he said, you know, he said, man, he said, I, he said, I love going to yoga. It was great. Um, I was getting a lot of stuff out of it. It was creating a lot of space within me, and a lot of stuff were happening. And and uh, and he said, um, he said, but I just decided to stop it, you know. And I said, well, why did you stop? And he said, well, he said, I just, it was starting to work, so I decided to stop doing it. <clears throat> and so that, for me, explains, I mean, if, if there's anybody else that can, can that can relate to that would be us, you know, if things are working in my life, I'm probably going to stop it at some point just simply because that's just kind of how I'm wired. And so I did that for a while with, with meditation and uh, for, uh, for so many, I don't know, maybe the first four five, six years of recovery, I, I would meditate 20, 30 minutes a day, or I'd have some, some form of meditation going on. And, uh, and about eight or nine years sober, I stopped doing it. And, um, and so then my sponsor, we started, we started this, um, I don't know, lack of a better description would be a, um, a, an accountability thing. And, um, where we would, we would text each other each day, how, when we meditated and for how long, um, and it was that, that was helpful for me just to, if not anything else, just to get a, a foundation of it, um, just a rhythm of it. So, uh, so one of the things, and I'm just going to share um, just some things that have helped me so far uh, of where I'm at with meditation, um, because I don't hear it talked about a lot. Um, it, it could be very well talked about a lot. I just don't learn on paying attention is a different thing. Um, but I just want to just share some things that's helped me. And one of the things just to start off with <clears throat> is with meditation um, and, and it's been a journey. And what I mean by journey is that it wasn't that, Hey man, I'm going to sit down right now for 30 minutes and, and, and peace, quiet and silence and just do that every single day. Um, <clears throat> for me, I had to, I started with 30 seconds, 30 seconds a day. And I would, it was, it, I started off by focusing on breath and, uh, and then uh, the next day I would do 30, 30 seconds. Then the next day was 45 seconds. Next day it was a minute. Uh, being a sexaholic, I want to be the elite of the mentally ill. You know, I want to be the best. Uh, I want to be the best meditated. I just, I want to be a ball of light right now. And the, the truth of the story is, is that I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm spiritually ill. I'm mentally ill. Um, and I need to give myself some grace. And, and hopefully we, I, I, can, I can touch on that a little bit about um, with that and uh, the meditation process, which is <clears throat> one of the things that I was taught. Um, there's a, a person that I've read and uh, listened to, 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 um, to speeches on, which is uh, he talks about, you know, breathing. And I know uh, there's a lot of us that have been in recovery, been around these rooms for a long time. Um, and have, you know, perhaps your, your own practices and beliefs on meditation and religion. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so I'm just going to share what works with me and for me. And, uh, and his thing was, he's, and, and what, which was cool because uh, it's, we, we use the same principles in, in, the, in the fellowship, which is, you know, whatever it is that we hold on to in recovery, we, we lose, right? Whatever it is that we hang on to, we lose. And he described it, he said, so let's take our breath, for example. When you hold your breath, what's the first thing that you lose? You know, what's the first thing you want? And you take a deep breath and you hold it in, what's the next thing you want? You want that breath back. You want it, right? So as soon as I hold on to that breath, I start getting tight. I start getting, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And then he said, then you breathe out. Now, that's the process of meditation. Is that the process of meditation is being able to acknowledge that I've gone away. I get tense and I release and I come back. There's no judgment of, oh my gosh, I went away again. I'm a piece of this and I'm not a good at that. And I'm, and I'm horrible at this and I'm horrible at that. It is, okay, I've left and now I'm coming back again. 
Um, and so today it's, it, it, it is that process um, of being able to accept myself um, as myself. Um, and it's not, there's no goal of, okay, I'm going to meditate for 30 minutes and have no thought, no feeling, no nothing. I'm just going to be blissful. Um, it's been, it's, it has been the complete opposite of that. It is being, having the courage, I would say, and the willingness to, if I'm having an off day, being able to sit in that, as Marty Q would talk about sitting in that ugly spot, you know, um, being able to sit when that, when that feeling's kind of heavy or when that thought's kind of heavy and noticing it as it comes in and noticing it as it goes back out. <clears throat> um, now, if it's still, if it's still heavy, I'm sitting there for five, 10 minutes and it's going on and on and on. Maybe I can make a phone call. Um, I can, I can, I can, um, I can lean into the fellowship for stuff like that. Um, but again, it's being able to, um, as Harvey would say, <clears throat> has talked about, you know, we, we, we see it as a river. And I, I heard Gene once talk about it, which is, which is awesome. Um, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're like, they're, they're like birds, you know, just fly, flying above my head, just constantly going about, but, but I, it's, it's, it's not smart for me to allow them to, to build a nest, you know? And so when I'm meditating, it's the same process. It's just acknowledging that the birds are flying by. That's all that the meditation is. Um, and so it's those little bitty tools that allow me to see that. Now, <clears throat> When I'm able to bring that to the table and or participate in that, um, and which which brings me to the other part because I I don't I'm I'm addicted to being there. That's part of my illness. I'm addicted to being there. You know, there being 20 years of sobriety, 40 years of sobriety, a million dollars, a billion, having this job, having that job, having this piece of music equipment and that. And if I even if I get that, I'll be okay. You know. Uh, if I get there, I'll be okay. And uh, and what the 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 process of meditation um, and the participation of meditation has taught me is that this whole thing is about participation. You know, sobriety is not something I achieve. It is not a place I get to. Um, and serenity, all of this is the, the, these are not destinations. Um, these are things I get to participate. And, um, and so, and which again, leads back into um, bringing to the table what I have, which is, you know, yesterday I brought, instead of sitting in fear of my daughter's performance, I was able to bring love, um, which meant was I could go up to her and say, hey, hey, sweet, you sounded great and I love you, you know. That didn't mean I need to be your sponsor. It doesn't mean I have to be anything. It's just... Hey, I love you, and I think I think you did an awesome job, and just be that. Um, and so again, that started with being able to find a calmness here, um, in, in in my mind, and it was the participating of the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth step. Um, so again, the eleventh step has allowed. Um, I mean, it's it has it has gone it has grown into something that I, I could not have possibly imagined. It's much much bigger than I could possibly imagine. And I'll, I'll wrap it up with this. I'm not sure. I'm, I might be cutting it early, but um, one of the things that I've been taught is meditation or spirituality is not something I understand. Um, and and it's it's funny because as soon as when I when I mentioned to Luke about sharing about the eleventh step, it hit me. I, I it'd be difficult to talk about the eleventh step um, for me because it's 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 a, it's a it's a participating kind of a thing and. Um, Anyways, so uh, so I, re I really wanted to to just kind of wrap it up with that, um, and uh, there was there was something else that I wanted to share about it, but I think that's I think that's all I got for right now. Um, so if if we we got six more minutes, okay, well then I'll make we, we got I'll bring up six more minutes. So, um, so let's see. So about the 11th step that I have and the 10th and the 11th step that I can, that I can talk about. Um, let me see. So, um, the other part was this, um, that, that actually has been pretty helpful. Um, was, uh, was I, I started a, 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 a meditation practice. Um, uh, and, uh, it, it was a meditation meeting right before, 
um, COVID started and we started doing that at the 11, at the 11 o'clock meeting. And we was doing it at, at, at every, I think Wednesday, um, at 11 o'clock. And I was very surprised because I thought, oh, well, nobody's going to do it, you know, and it was just very, but it ended up being, um, 10, 15, 20 people would show up and it turned out to be a very, um, uh, um, interesting experience. And, um, and I'll say this, that it's funky that today, how meditation and recovery show up is that when I'm able to give it away, because my, my, my daughter, my daughter has, uh, has, you know, she, she's, uh, she's from my family and, and it is a family disease and she struggles with anxieties and, and, uh, and so there's been times where she'll, uh, if she's struggling with anxiety or something like that, there was a, um, last year we started doing this, this, this breathing exercise when she was getting, you know, she'd have anxiety about going to, going to sleep at night. And so we would start doing this thing. And so then she, she started, so now, she, so now she'll request to, to, Hey dad, would you, would you mind doing the breathing stuff with me at night to help me go to sleep? You know? Um, which is which is something it's, it, that's huge, um, and and it's it's opened up a bigger a bigger relationship with my daughter. Um, um, last year, um, we had this. Uh, she, <laughs> she she came she came to me and asked me about this, or she came to me and asked me about she read something about a, a female body part, except it was very explicit. And, uh, and, and uh, my story is I have, I terrified of women and women's body parts as part of my story. And, uh, and so when she brought it up on the inside, I just froze. I just froze um, because I thought it would be more appropriate for her to talk with her mom about it. And so she said, well, what is this? What does this mean? You know, what is that? What does that mean? And I said, well, I said, you can. Um, I said, it's, it's a general term. And I just got kept a very general. And I said, you know, if you want to know more about it, you know, your mom would be a great resource to talk about it if you want. Um, and she said, uh, and she said, well, I just, I was just wondering if it's, if it's slang, if it's this or that. And again, we're just talking generalities. And so I told her, I said, you know, sweetie, I said, uh, uh, you know, we talked about it as much as we were able to, but at the very end, I said, you know, I said, if you have questions about stuff like that, um, you know, feel free to come to me, feel free to go to your mom. Um, or if, if you don't feel comfortable with that, um, you know, if, I, if you want to go to a counselor or, you've, or if there's somebody that you feel that is safe to go to, um, feel free to go to that, you know, um, because I, I want you to be able to have a line of communication, just a place you can go and you can talk to about it. Because when I was, when, when I was going through that, I, said, I didn't feel like I had that. And, uh, and I said, so, you know, feel free to go to anybody that you feel safe. And she said, you know, dad, she said, I will, but, but you're, 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 that, you're that safe person for me today. You're that safe person. And, uh, and when I came in here, that was not, that was not, it just, it was, it, it was, that's, that's just beyond what I would have thought imaginable for me today. Um, and so, um, but she's 10 and it goes up and down. She loves me. And then she's, you know, she's crazy like me and others. Um, but today I'm able to see the positives um, of it. And, uh, and as, as my sponsor says, you know, when you ask him, you know, how, how is your day going? It's a good day today. You know, it's a good day today. And, uh, and the primary reason why he says it's a good day is because this is the only day I got. You know, this is the only day I got. This is the only day I got sober. Um, so why not make it the best day you got? And uh, and so that's why I'm here. That's what I'm doing. Um, you know, so I'm 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 able to share my story. Um, and uh, and if if you guys were able to get something out of this, great. Um, I, and if not anything else, it helped me stay sober for another thirty minutes to an hour. Um, and, uh, and it gave me another shot to be a service and to be helpful. Um, and there's there's a there's a there's a guy in an AA group here in Nashville that. His, his mantra is that, you know, my goal is to be of service no matter what, just to be of service no matter what. Um, and he said, now, sometimes that being a service no matter what means letting you go through whatever pain you need to go through, you know, just letting you be whatever you need to be um, and keeping my mouth shut. But he said, 
it's important for me to be of service no matter what, because I have a self-obsession. Um, and, uh, and so that, that's what, again, you guys continue to show me um, that uh, if, if, if anything, being, 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 uh, being loving and tolerant of others and that, and, and that, that basic principle that, you know, um, give, uh, you know, le- learning how to love, <clears throat> you know, expressing love to improve my relations with others um, is, uh, is, is my primary purpose today. So, like I said, I mean, I, I'm, uh, I'm not sure how much, how much more time I got left. One more minute. Um, and so, so today, um, uh, I mean, uh, me- meditation, sobriety um, is, 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 like I said, is, is much different than what I had expected it to be. Um, and, and the other that I, I, I wanted to, to share is, um, <clears throat> is today, uh, what, what meditation has also shown me um, is the surrender of what my recovery and what my program, essay program, looks like today. Am I doing good enough? Am I, am I again, the elite of mentally ill? Am I doing bad? Am I doing great? Am I, what does my, my recovery look? How is, and it just allows me to be in recovery and allows me to be where I am and allows me to love me where I'm at. Um, to, because to go back to the sixth and seventh step, you know, the six and seven step allow me to, it, it doesn't make me white as snow. You know, the 11 step does not make me white as snow. It does not make me angelic. It does not make me perfect. <clears throat> but what it does is that it gets me in touch with my imperfections. Um, and, uh, and what it also allows me to do um, is, uh, is, which I, I heard in another fellowship, um, a, 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 a woman from Texas had said, uh, you know, it's, it's, if, if I don't like the situation I'm in, it's imperative that I love myself in it. Um, and that's a, that, that's a unique principle for me today is that I, I, I don't have to like the externals, um, but it's imperative that I love myself and find a way to love myself in it. Um, because it's that to me, well, that's one of the, the, the biggest miracles um, is if, is if you're able to see at a meeting, um, uh, a sexaholic received love um, is a is a is, is a beautiful thing because I, I can't tell how many times somebody or my sponsor would get come up after a meeting once and said, "Hey man, you know you, you, that, that, that was a great that was a great share." You know when you short shared your story for however long, he said it was really great. I said, "Yeah, but you could have done that. I could have said that and this." He said, "No, you just say thank you." You just say thank you, and um, and that that's that's how you guys show me to receive love, you know, with no editing, with nothing. It's just thank you, and uh, and and being able to say I love you, and hey, I love you too, and we go on about our day, you know, um, and so that's what again by just not or surrendering, I'll say, the judgments of the thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that I have that come up on a daily basis, on a minute basis. Um, by being able to surrender that I'm able to allow myself to be where I need to be and allow you to be where you need to be. And so I appreciate Luke allowing me to share. And like I said, it's good to see everybody's face. I haven't seen in a long time. So thanks, Luke. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. It's uh, great to see you. Uh, Now that uh, my wife is an invalid, I can't get to in-person meetings, um, but I miss your shares, which I always appreciated, and I miss that dry humor uh, that uh, you manifest. You said something that really struck me. Life is not something that happens to you, but happens in you. How do you put that into practice in your recovery? Good to see you. Um, Whereas... um, there's a, there, there's there's a great example. My 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 wife um, has started her recovery journey last year, and uh, and she 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 went to a treatment center, came out, and so she's she's been struggling with her own journey. And so yesterday she got she got triggered by uh, by some work events, and uh, and I don't know about you, but I get in one of my modes of of loving. I was taught was to either fix or run away. Um, as opposed to allowing her to be 
um, confused, allowing her to feel what she's needing to feel. Um, and so again, what, what that is, is whereas the externals in, in, in my life is, it was the, before coming into essay, the externals had to be a certain way in order for me to be comfortable. You know, a person had to be healthy, a person, you know, mentally healthy, spiritually, emotionally had to be a certain way in order for me to be healthy, in order for me to feel safe, essentially. And so what this now has is that when my wife starts to experience her stuff, um, I'm, I'm able to, through the help of the fellowship and the program that got my understanding, is to find, as uh, someone said, I'm able to observe it and not absorb it. Um, because when I'm able to see that life is about what happens in me is that <clears throat> there's a lot of times where life where the externals are, they could be fantastic. And on the inside, I think they're horrible or vice versa. And a lot of it is, as people have talked about, I have a disease of perception, you know, which is automatically starts here and here. And no matter what, it just starts, it just, and normally it's not real positive. Um, and so uh, it, it, that saying that life isn't what happens to me is what happens in me allows me to start here first. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a great um, uh, um, meeting at, um, I think it was, is it the backroom meeting? A, a backroom meeting and as you walk out, they have this little sign that says, it's not, it's not them. That's all it says. It says it's, just, it's not them. And I just, I think that is fantastic because it just reminds me that it starts here. You know, so I, ho I hope that helps. I hope that helps. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Cool. Thanks, Dale. It's good to see you. Lee, another Nashvilleian. Go ahead. I think I think Frederico may have been ahead of me. Does he still want to ask a question? Well, I'll go ahead. Uh, Ryan, it's certainly great to see you. I remember things well. And uh, I didn't think we'd meet up again in Barcelona, but uh, it's good <laughs> to see you. Uh, I remember all of your sharings, and you may or may not remember that cross-dressing uh, and fear of women uh, was, a, was a big deal for me. And when I lusted after a woman, I was more likely to be lusting after the clothes she was wearing rather than a woman herself. Very strange, and I, you know, I was glad to have a fellow traveler along that when you were at the meeting. Uh, we also shared the Harvey Asher experience. Um, I asked him to be my sponsor and didn't call him for three months. And he said, Are you ever going to call me? And I said, I haven't felt that bad yet. Um, <laughs> but, but we got there, and that was good. The last thing is that I'm terrible at this Buddhist-type meditation practice. I've tried and tried, and it's very hard for me. But when I can, it's usually in nature. And I have these, I have the uh, an experience of God. And I think God is an experience and not an understanding. How does that add up to what you do? That, that's actually, uh, you, you, I, I think you explained it well, because it's not something, at least so far, um, that my, my meditation or, or the, my, the God today is not something that I surely, I, it's not something I understand, but it's something I, I, I do experience. Um, and I heard, uh, I, I read yesterday and the day before that self-love is a form of God, you know, which then it just, it, it, it opened up. That you know, if it's if if I if I find meditation um, helpful when I'm in nature, um, then I think that's fantastic. I think I I, th I think that's if, if if that's where I can go, um, uh, that's that's where I can go for for the longest time. Um, uh, I when 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 I played music, uh, that was a form of meditation because it was where um everything for some reason or another it got quiet I, I i was able to find that i was able to get in that moment for that time period um and so yeah i i i've struggled with the buddhist kind of approach with the um 
uh, different breathing techniques and different mantras and stuff like that. And, and frankly, sometimes, I mean, I, I've, it's, I, I continue to use um, the breathing, um, but I, I, st- I still use, I have a, uh, I, I have a rosary. I grew up Catholic, so I use a rosary every now and then if that helps. So I use anything and everything that I can. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, if, if, if nature works, shoot, I'm, I, I might try nature this week. So, uh, so yes, I, I appreciate it. It's great to see you. Lee. I really appreciate it. Good to see you. All right. Thank you. Ilona. Hi, Ryan. My name is Ilona. I'm a sexaholic. I've never met you virtually or in a physical room. Um, And I can relate to the Buddhist uh, thingy. I went to Nepal many years ago and I learned how to do uh, meditation, uh, you know, through candles and all that. So what I do is what I give myself permission to do in essence, based on where I'm at. And some days it's a crazy, uh, you know, breathe in for two seconds and then get on with my day. But I want to ask you, um, on a regular basis, on a daily basis, what would your meditation look like? Or would it depend on the particular day, what you do, whether you journal or whether it was suggested, you know, go in nature or what you focus on? And I know about the, well, I call it the monkey brain where there's thoughts just going all over the place. Um, So any, any insight into that? And I'm not a mother of a daughter. I'm a mother of three sons. So that can be a challenge. None of them live with me, empty nester, but trying to find that time. Um, so any wisdom you have to share, I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> today, today, um, it, 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 it does, it does change um, considering what my schedule is um uh it used to be where i would meditate as soon as i got home from work sometimes it was early in the morning um now it's i'll meditate um um the the rhythm i've got into now is about eight or nine about at eight and nine o'clock everything seems to kind of slow down here at my house and that's when i'm able to um to uh to take it i my, my goal is to do at least 20 minutes a day, no matter what. Um, and my goal is to do 20 minutes a day um, of meditation, regardless of whatever time of day it is, um, just as long as I do it before my head hits the pillow. Um, and that, that was where, that was where um, Harvey had, had, um, he's a point blank said, you know, it, it, it either, you're either going to use it or you're not. Um, and, uh, and so that, that just it, it it got me into a rhythm of using meditation. Now I, I today um, my meditation practice is um, where it's 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 focused on the breath um, right now, and uh, and about ten minutes into the meditation is a focus on the breath and feeling the body expand. And then going back in, expanding, going back in. And then about five or 10 minutes into the meditation, um, the practice is to let your brain go wherever the brain needs to go. Let your mind think whatever it needs to think, feel whatever it needs to feel, whatever it is. And um, and then you come back to the breath. And a part of it is to uh, be able to, not be able to, but to, to experience, as we shared earlier, um, the brain going up and down and left and right, going ever as you're, you know, to have that monkey mind going everywhere and being able to experience that there's still a grounding as the brain goes everywhere, as my emotions go everywhere. And then I come back to the breath and I still have that foundation. And there's no, there's not a judgment of, oh, it's gone over there again, or oh my gosh, it's gone this way again. It's just, okay, it's gone that way. And we're just going to let it go that way. And knowing that I don't have to participate in it, I can just I can acknowledge it and have an awareness of it, and then come back to the breath. Um, and so I, I do that twenty minutes. If it's a bad, if it's um, I don't want to say bad day, but if it's a challenging day, like yesterday, I it was I meditated for about an hour yesterday, 
um, because uh, the day allowed it and uh, and it was very helpful. Um, so I hope hopefully that 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 helps answer your question. So it does. Thank you very much. Thank you. Gabriele. Uh, yeah, Gabriele, sexaholic. I want to share something and hear your opinion on it, although I'm doing it anyway, but I would like to know what you think about it. I get um, in a centered mode when I do sports outside, uh, bicycle riding, swimming, or if possible, um, sometimes jogging. And I get into, or especially when I walk in the nature, I, I often talk to myself or talk to God or whatever. And then I come into a mode where I get centered and quiet. And I don't do any of these meditation techniques on a, on a regular basis. Yeah, I don't know. I just would like to know your opinion on coming to this um, mode with sports. Thank you. Thanks, Gabriela. Um, yeah, I, the, if you guys are familiar with um, um, uh, the, the Jojo and Charlie tapes from AA and they, they, uh, I, I don't remember much of when they talked about the 11 step, but one thing I did remember one of them sharing about the 11 step and he said the 11 step could be something as simple as me doing something else. You know, um, I, I, if, if I get worked up about something, um, that's going on at my house, um, something get worked up at work. Um, perhaps I need to go take a walk in nature. Perhaps I can, um, go, you know, run for a couple of miles or do something that's something else other than what my brain what my thoughts, feelings, and beliefs are participating in. Um, and, uh, and, and again, it's, it's, uh, I mean, my, my, my experience is that it's, it, it, it has been brought. I mean, like I mentioned before, I've used, um, I've used uh, um, playing music as a means of med uh, meditation. Um, there was a guy um, here in Nashville used to say, you know, um, when he makes a phone call, that's an, that's a prayer. That's an action. You know, some people can just can say that, that that's a meditation. Um, and so I think that the, the one thing that has been helpful for me is, uh, is not necessarily turning that meditation into a religion, if that makes sense. You know, um, making sure that, oh, my gosh, I, I, I need to, if I meditate, I need to meditate this one certain way. Um, or or, um, or I, I need to generate this when I meditate or I and it, it's just. If me taking a jog or me doing whatever it is that gives me, you know, some sort of, um, I'll say allowance to, to be in the, in, in the moment. Um, I think, I think it's helpful. Um, so I, for me, I, yeah, I, 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 I would support that. And I've, I've tried that and that's worked for me too. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Federico, your turn. Thank you, Luke. And uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you very much for your share. Um, yeah, I really wanted to say thanks, actually, for sharing some of the specifics and your experience in, uh, you know, in meditation, because it's, uh, it's such an intimate thing. And unlike your sharing, you know, there are so many different ways of going about it. But often I, I find that I, I struggle to, to hear, you know, the specifics of, you know, how people are working the 11th step. I hear a lot about prayer. I hear very little about meditation, um, which isn't just generalities. So, I really appreciated uh, all the stuff you've said. And uh, I certainly went into that for several years, the whole turning meditation into a religion or, or turning it into a tick box uh, type approach. I got very stuck and hung up on a self-centered approach to meditation. It was all about my relaxation, my calming down, my feeling centered, me, 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 you know? So meditation became a very self-centered thing instead of a, uh, uh, a way of just getting back in touch, you know, and connecting, you know, growing in conscious contact with my higher power, uh, which is kind of what the step uh, step points me to. So I really appreciate what you said about the flexibility, because that was a big part of, uh, of it for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to, to read a question that I got from Nuran in Egypt. 
She doesn't have privacy, but she has this, the following question. Uh, I'm always struggling with being overwhelmed with feelings to the extent that it hinders me or literally freezes me from taking any actual action. For example, right now, I was sitting, trying to study before the meeting and feelings that I can't do that on my own. Uh, and I need a dependent relationship to be able to function and study. So the question is how to not let these feelings overwhelm me or actually hinder me to function in life. I think um, what it brings up for me is, uh, is, is, is my first, I can, I, I can relate to um, at least from, from what I hearing the, the paralysis, the, the, the feeling of being paralyzed with, with anxiety or um, my obsessive thoughts, uh, I, I, I become, um, it just, it, it physically will shut me down. Um, and so a couple of things that, that, that help or that it has helped. Um, one is if, if I'm try if I'm going to try to meditate with it um, or try, try meditation, um, hard to talk about learning how to, Learning how to meditate as opposed to medicate, um, and uh, and and a lot of times I would use lust, uh, whether it be a relationship or with clothes or what have you. I would use that as a sedative to try to calm everything down. You know, the dopamine would get released. Lee, Lee's talked about it a lot in some of his meetings about the, you know, the 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 uh, the, the doctors approach the, the, the illness itself. And so again, so I, I look for that relationship. So then it just, so it, it, it levels everything off. And so if I'm getting sober, I don't, I no longer have that anymore. I, I, I don't have that leveling off. So, um, so if I, if I'm trying to meditate is to try to, what I've done and what I do is that if it's a really heavy emotion, um, or so a really heavy thought, that's really painful. Um, is to try to, is is not trying to sit with it for an hour or thirty minutes. Uh, I might I might try to sit with it for thirty seconds or forty five seconds. Um, sometimes that's helpful. Um, frankly, um, I've I've needed to get outside help, um, and that that's been the saving grace for me. Um, because I'll, I'll be honest, I, I I'm 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 the sexaholic that needs medication. Um, if I'm not on medication, ten to one, you probably wouldn't see me. Um, and, uh, and so I think for me, that's been very helpful because, um, like a lot of us, um, the medication gives me a fighting chance to get in here. Um, and so sometimes that's what's needed. Uh, so, I mean, there's, uh, I mean, I, I've, I've experienced that, um, and, uh, and, and the, the, that powerlessness and that, and that emotional spiritual bankruptcy is, is a, is a very unique one that we experience. And it's, it's not an easy thing, but it's not impossible to get through. So I, I appreciate your willingness to bring it up. Thank you, Ryan. Yaakov. Hi, my name is Yaakov and I'm a sexaholic. So my sponsor, my new sponsor told me to start meditating. And uh, you noticed a few times that I, if I meditate sitting down, I'm not relaxed. And then when I'm lying down, sometimes I fall asleep. <laughs> so the first question is technically, how do you meditate? Like which position and whatever, because I just don't know. I'm still so new about it. And the second question is what happens when I get um, triggered uh, thoughts that come many times and explicit uh, thinking suddenly like when i shut up and listen my head many times says oh now it's a great time to remind you of all these girls you saw today or guys you saw today or whatever and um powerless so thank you thanks um <laughs> I've, I've i've called my sponsor a number of occasions saying god i, can't, I fell asleep again I fell asleep again because I, I would, and especially especially early on, and I still do. Um, and he said, "Well, just he said when when you when you go to meditate, he said just bring a pillow, 
just bring a pillow. Because if you're going to fall asleep, you're going to fall asleep. You know, um, that's part of that's part of the meditative process. But my illness comes in and says, yeah, but you should be falling asleep. You shouldn't be doing that. And he said, just bring a pillow. It's going to be all right. <laughs> um, and then I then I started walking through again, um, surrendering the the thoughts that, oh, my gosh, my my meditation practice needs to be a certain way. Um, my step work needs to be a certain way. Um, and, uh, and, and allowing that thought to be whatever that thought needs to be. And then goes into the next thing is that when, when those thoughts get really loud, um, there's, there, there's, there's one technique, um, I've, I've heard people call noting, um, noting, which is, um, if you're sit, if, if, if you're just trying you're just trying just to just to sit in, in calm silence, if you want to call it calm silence. Sometimes it's hostile silence, but I'm sitting in it, and that thought will come by or that feeling, and I note it as just saying, okay, that's a thought. I don't go into it, that's a good thought, that's a bad thought, that's a happy thought, that's a sad thought. It's just that's a thought. And then we let it pass. And then okay, that's a feeling. And then you let the feeling come and you let the feeling go back out. Now, and so, and again, it's not, oh God, there it is. Oh, well, there it is. There it is. It's just, it's just a, it's just a really light noting that, okay, that's a thought. And, and uh, if it's, if, if the thoughts are, if you noticed, I've noticed that sometimes if it's a, if it's a trigger, if it's lost and it's the same image, it's the same person that continues to come around and come around and come around and come around. Then that's something that um, I've, 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 I've stopped my, my meditation and I've made a phone call and say, Hey, look, this is what's going on. I've, I'm trying to meditate, but this person continues to come around. And then the person will say, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I get that. And then, you know, then I, then I'll try it again. Um, and uh, so it's, it's, sometimes it's just another, it's another sign of me, um, uh, having the opportunity to make another phone call. So, um, so that, that's been helpful for me. So I appreciate, I appreciate your bringing that up. That's a good question. Thanks. Thank you. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of the daily reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.